In this episode of Turn On The Podcast, we talk with Tagore Fennell about life at 20 and what it takes to build a social media marketing brand. Stay tuned. Turn On The Podcast. Turn on your relationships, your parenting, your love, your sex. Turn on your career, your money, your work, your business, your passion, your success. But mostly... into it we want to let you know about our online course understanding what love wants yeah because the feedback we're receiving is that it's changing couples lives why well because understanding your myth together brings back what you're yearning for in your relationship to find out more go to turnonthepodcast.com and open the relationship course it's sure to change everything And remember, you can also work with either of us as a couple or individually also. To work with Brad, go to bradfinell.com and book your time online. And to work with Tabitha, go to studiochi.com.au, S-T-U-D-I-O-Q-I, and go to the contact form. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to episode 174 of Turn On The Podcast. I'm Brad Fennell. And I'm Tagore Fennell. Hey, wait a minute. What's going on here? Doesn't sound that right. That doesn't does it? sound right. <laughs> That's right, friends. We have my son, my eldest son, Tagore Fennell, is joining us mm-hmm. to um, talk about I don't know, life at twenty and building a social media brand. Yeah, I do. <laughs> How's life at twenty? Yeah, it's good. No, it's I'm, good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Actually, I think it's you know I sometimes think oh when I back in the day when I was eighteen I used to love that but. Mm. It's just a never-ending process of just enjoying it and finding more stuff out about yourself, which I think is really cool. So, yeah. Someone asked me the other day, they said, uh, what's the best age, you know, for your kids? Mm. What's the best age? You know, is it like two? Is it seven? Is it 12? I went 20. Yeah, I can I can actually vouch for that, being a 20-year-old. I'll vouch. I'm actually excited to be turning 21, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 because 21's great. 21's great. I have to say in saying that, your brother, he's 18, your other brother's yeah. 11, um, they're great ages too. Yeah, absolutely. It's like wherever you're at, that they have all been extraordinary. Yeah, I can agree to that. Um, yeah, and, and what an amazing journey. And yeah. I want to I talk today a bit about social media because it's, I think people could get a lot out of that. Mm. What you have to give. I want to talk about your story and I want to talk like from a parent perspective around really supporting your kids gifts yeah absolutely because you had there's some places where you don't have gifts I fully agree to that yeah <laughs> I think we already know where that is <laughs> one's yeah. maths yeah one like, was. wasn't but actually it's fine now isn't yeah. it amazing like like if your kid's no good at math relax they're gonna yeah. be fine like, I feel math- like that's such a stress isn't it like it's I always a- thought I was never going to be good at math. I remember we'd be sitting at that kitchen table at like nine o'clock at night going over the same exact thing we spoke about two sections ago and we're still doing it. And so. your psychic ability still wasn't kicking in on yeah. those kind of tables. What was, what was going on? Like, I, you know, come on, occasionally psychic ability to appear out of thin air. But I, mostly yeah. it was good. So I guess what I'm saying is it's like it's going to be okay. Support your kids' gifts wherever they're at. Absolutely. Um, and everyone, you know, and having three boys... I, you know, I've got to admit something to you. Um, 
when I was raising, particularly you and Tarquin, uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first time through. Fair enough. There's like a flying fir- blind. There's a first time for everything. Let's That's honest, right. Dear, but we so. got through it. We yeah. got through it okay. Oh, well, I'll give you this compliment. You've done well. Okay. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. You, and you've got to wait to 20 to get that. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. Not, <laughs> don't be saying that at 12 because no. I don't know if you'll be saying the same no. thing. That's right. That's right. So what a journey. And I just want to talk about where you're at now a little bit with uh, social media. You've actually built um, something which blows my mind and I've learned so much from, Mm. the Patrol Army, which is a four-wheel driving patrol social media account. In a year and a half, you've taken it to over 16,000. And that's impressive. But what I find even more impressive is the engagement and the community, and somehow you've actually really captured a community. Yeah. And that, that's been an incredible gift. Now, mm. I would say that you haven't, you know, you've always actually had that, that thing you've been working on. It didn't just suddenly come along where you just went, oh, I'm going to create the patrol army, but there's a huge backstory to that. Oh, absolutely. But let's just talk a little bit about patrol army. Yeah, no, it's something I'm extremely proud of and what it's um, come from, you know, considering a year and a half of um, where we started. Mm -hmm. It actually honestly just started off as a a four-wheel drive account for my own car at the time. But it just it just wasn't for me. I, I Let's was, just say because this is your third patrol. You're now in. yeah. This yeah, is my yeah, third. So, so this yeah. is my third patrol. This is when I was on the second one. Yeah. Um. I just yeah. I I just didn't really see much of a like platform for my car. And um. I you know I always enjoyed the community thing. Like I think that dates back to Fennel Films when this is the motocross account where I was vlogging and everything like that. We built a really this is the history. Yeah. Yeah. Behind it. That's what. That's what I really wanted. Like. Here you are, twenty, but you've got this massive history behind you yeah. of building this account. So Fennel Films, which was a, a say a little bit about that. Yeah, Fennel Films. So that was a motocross account that we well basically I almost said as a we because we really did. We well I built it off family and being in a motocross track and just you know the fun that that brought. Mm-hmm. For, um, Did you have to pay a lot to like the cameraman and those? Sort of- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was all free at the time. Yeah, I think um, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> so standing big around to in Brad. the dirt with with mud flying all over. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah no, time. but they were good times. But, yeah, they yeah. were fun. It brings back memories. So mm. no, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think with Patrol Army, I kind of got a little bit lucky. I've actually been, you know, I listen to a lot of, you know, like there's a, other podcasts I listen to where it's all about like the steps in doing mm-hmm. this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and it's so much hard work mm-hmm. but at the same time you've got to have that little bit of luck as well mm-hmm. where it just sort of it works and I think I came in at the right time the right moment and it, it just all fell 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 in place for me so we started off with posting twice a day mm-hmm. um, slowly but surely built that um, it all came down to a lot of commenting on other people's posts um, and really building that community because um, I think without a community there, you don't really have what Patrol Army has. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of other patrol and four-wheel drive accounts out there that, you know, explain, well, not explain, show four-wheel drives, but there's no real purpose or meaning behind it. Mm. And that's what I've always really enjoyed with anything I do is creating community. I feel like I'm such a people person that mm. without it, it's mm. just, it just doesn't do it for me. It's boring. 
if it's boring. just if it's just cars, if it's just patrols, yeah, it, there's something missing. Exactly, it's the same with bikes. Yeah. Bikes was the same. Like I, I absolutely am obsessed and love them. Still, not as much as I used to, but I still love them. That was the motocross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's the, it was the same thing. Like we always talk about it. You could go out by yourself, and yeah, it'd be it'd be alright. But it's not the same when you've got you know all your friends out there. You're riding with them, and it's not even sometimes it's the riding. It's the camping. It's the getting up early in the morning, hanging out with one another, and just enjoying each other's presence while also you know getting on a bike and just having some fun with it and testing yourself. Yeah, and I think that was something that you had. I mean, both you and Tarquin were right into that. And then, you know, your good mates were there. So yeah. it was the relationship and the talking. And look, I know that from the climbing community as well. You know, in some ways I grew up in the same thing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it, in the end we're just riding bikes or we're climbing cliffs or doing whatever, but it's the yeah. relationship and it's coming back to camp is really important. And th- in some ways, that's what you've tried to translate into your social media. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's even with Tagore Fennell now, which is the new sort of thing I'm going for, mm-hmm. um, which is almost bringing a little bit more of myself. Mm. I feel like a couple of years I really dipped back into the into the dark in terms of into mm-hmm. the shadows of not really wanting to show my true, proper self. Let's talk about that for a second because there's something really interesting in your journey that happened and mm. look, look the first place that we really started doing filming was something i created called yeah. wild family adventures which absolutely was, which actually in some ways behind the scenes was a little bit of wild family nightmare <laughs> yeah. as any family adventure would know but yeah. no excuse the profanity <laughs> i was a little shit and i am great. fully un- like undertaking of that i was no, I won't say I was a nightmare child, but I definitely no, you was, weren't. You weren't. I was definitely I had my moments. Yeah, but I think you know that's what gives me so much respect for what you and Mum have done for me as well. And I wouldn't be what I am today without that type of support put in place either. I really, actually, fully um, believe that. Mm. And you know, I feel like for me, my ego, not not ego, um, my self confidence. Mm. Sorry, I should say is so well boosted from what you and mum and this family have been able to do for me as well. So You had, you had I just want to say that, mm. um, and, you know, in hindsight, it's like now as a parent, you know, I'd probably do it, I'd have more understanding. But I think yeah. the, probably the hard part was I had no idea, you know, what I was doing, but, mm. you know, knowing how do we support you, you know, all of you. To yeah, be the people that you're really here to be, mm. um, and you know, and you did have a big shining light, and you did have a passion, and this, this ego, and I think you were about ten, and this is when it really hit me. There was this moment where actually I remember it. we're down at Numanbar Creek, yeah, um, on the Gold Coast, and we just started filming Wild Family Adventures, and. For me, filming, and now I'm completely fine in front of a camera. But yeah, absolutely. But back then, it was new. Like we didn't, we didn't grow up sticking cameras in front of our face. But your generation somehow, and I remember you just grabbed it and you started talking, and just I went, oh my god. Yeah, and that's actually pretty crazy to think, even for like my generation as well. Like cameras were still, you know, still pretty big thing. They've been born, like, obviously for you, it's completely different. But even for us, like, we didn't really have the biggest presence of YouTube yet. Like, No, it didn't. I don't think it existed. Um, 
I remember when you got a. Um, it wasn't an iPhone. It was a. Oh, the i the little iPods. iPods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you Holy guys got that. Sh- yeah. Wow. You know? So the iPhones actually, I think they did. They existed a few years earlier, but we weren't early adopters. No, no way. You know? So we weren't grabbing this this technology. Yeah. But you suddenly grabbed this, you know, the phone, and there was something a camera. And there was something really natural that came out. It was a moment that blew my mind away. Mm. And that, for me, I think when you see those gifts and talents in in your kids, that's when you run and you support that. Um, and so that, that light shone pretty big in you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's funny, hey, like I think like even in my younger years, I just always felt so confident in front of a camera. And I think that almost came back down to that confidence thing of I just it just didn't phase me like I know. It, it's I know it, it's like <laughs> acting in a way isn't it yeah. really but yeah. like I was just bringing myself and being myself in yeah. front of that camera and I absolutely loved it and it was extraordinary yeah it's crazy isn't it but let's then go forward yeah you know where we're going I feel like I know where we're going <laughs> no 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 and I'm I, I was I'm actually really excited to talk about this because I actually think it's it's a really positive part of the journey there's a theory that. I have that, you know, when you're a child, you come with these gifts and talents, mm. but you don't, you, you have to be challenged. A hero has to have a moment no, where agree. they're challenged and you hit, I, re- I think it was about 14. Yeah, it was. Because you had your own, yeah, 14, you had 14, your own, 13. You had your yeah. own YouTube channel. Yeah. And it was crazy. And you and Tarkin were doing it. And it, it was, it was hilarious. Like we yeah. watched some of the videos and, you know, like, Blood and fighting and yeah. fighting and... <laughs> Even rock. the effects I was using, yeah, I think about That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, you right. guys were having so much fun and you were documenting it. Mm. And then around 30, you know, the start around the start of high school. <laughs> I, me- I remember the day it actually first hit me, funny enough. The very first day. It was so weird too because it was a moment in time where we were sitting in class and so we were taught... It's all... Back then, it still is now, but it was all about the cyber safety. Mm. And anyway, um, the teacher at the time asked us to open up our laptops and, you know, search up our names on the internet and see what would come up. Anyway, everyone everyone else typed their names in. It came up with some random person, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we put mine in and I just had files of, like, myself on there. But it was all my, just to go Fennell on Instagram, to go Fennell on YouTube, and it was just like, you know, and then next thing you know, I have all these people surrounding me going like, oh my gosh, you, you, oh, that's so bad. And the teacher comes up to me and goes, oh my God, like she was freaking out. And I just remember this really like sickening sort of like almost disgrace of who I was at the time. Shame. Yeah. I, the shame it came in. And I've, and it's, it was so weird for me because I've never in my like ever life up until that had ever felt that before. And it was just weird. Hey. And you know what? We knew what we were doing around allowing you and protecting you and having an environment like that. Yeah. These outside figures come in Mm. and who don't understand the platforms and the medium and supporting your dreams and passions Yeah, and come in and shame them. And of course, as a 13, 14 year old, how do you deal that when authority comes in? Authority. That's and that's the big point. You're so right. Is authority. That was, I think, the one thing that really got me was like these elderly people I looked up to is almost not trying to. Not, it's not bullying either. It's just like it's in their opinion and you know their life. 
They've always seen that as a bad thing. Yeah, their own their own edge. The only place you could put yourself out in public in the past was if a media organisation said, well, we're going to give you permission because yeah. we're big and we are an authority and you're okay. But now we live in a time where we get to choose. That's why I really heard that first with a guy called, a marketer called Seth Godin, yeah. where he says the, the gatekeepers have been taken away mm. and now we have to choose ourselves in my day and era, when I was a kid, we had to go to the Murdochs or, you know, <laughs> the head people of the news yeah. organisations, Channel 7, 9 or 10, and go, I've got an idea that mm. I want to share with the world. And they're like, well, no. Yeah. There's a no. gatekeeper. Now the gatekeeper is an internal figure that stops us. Yeah. And so they triggered that internal figure in you. Yeah. And I, you know what? Like, and it was a really, t- I remember you going through it. It was a really tough time for all of us because... We could see how much you were hurting. Yeah, it was it was actually terrifying. I you think. deleted. Uh, yeah. Delete, you know, like, I think about that in hindsight. You could have just private, put it in my private. I could have. <laughs> I but, and, I, and I went through, because I remember that was about, probably about two months in. Um, I just, I really started to, like, because it, 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 it got, it was bad at the start, but it just got worse and worse and worse until it could come good for me. Mm-hmm. But it was like I'd have slight anxiety attacks where, I would just lash out and one of those things was, yeah, I just started going through and deleting my videos. Mm. I remember like there was times at school where mm. I'd be going to the toilet but I'd just be hiding in the cubicle just freaking out. Mm. I just remember. Um, and, it, and, it was just, and it was just me overthinking things as well, like just small little things or something someone would say. It was and an inner critic. Yeah. You know, that was just criticising you and, and because that critic had been birthed inside of you, mm. you know, through an authority. And this is, what, this is how critics get formed. Yeah. Is a, an external figure with power yeah. suddenly births that inside of you and says, you know, and that, and that carries with you. But the work then is to do battle. And the reason I love we can talk about this now Mm. is the way you have done battle with that critic. And, and even through this, yeah. you created Fennel Films. So you went from Tagore Fennel YouTube mm. and then into Fennel Films. So suddenly you started creating this motocross channel, which yeah. you actually, as like a 15-year-old, were getting paid to make videos. Yeah, that was crazy. For, hey. for other people. Yeah, it's wild, you know, isn't it? And how did, you, how did you move from that, freeze of like I can't go anywhere near this into the world of somehow there was some kind of battle that you did with your critic and yeah. you were allowed to to move back into the a media lo- platform. A lot of it I think was time. Yep. I do really think it was time for me as well, but it was also just just jumping the boat as well. Mm. I because I always You know, could not do it. Yeah, it was it was an it's 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 like an addiction for, for myself. I love creating and for myself as well as putting that out there to show to people and for people to really enjoy what I make. And I know with Fennel Films that really, really did well with that. Mm. But yeah, I'm you know, I'm so happy. Like it sounds so weird saying this now. I would never have said this when I was thirteen, fourteen mm. um years old. But I'm so happy I went through what I went through back then yeah. to now feeling where I I you know, there's times where it does come up every now and then, just little things, but I know yeah. how to control it. Yeah. I think everyone gets a little bit like that every now and then, but I know how to control it, but I also, um, yeah, it's just, it was just one of those things, I think, that I just said, stuff it. You're over the cultural edge. People weren't really doing that. 
Mm. And so you, and I think that's what you're doing now. And sometimes, I know for me as well, like sometimes the critic can come up. It's like, mm, should I put that out? Yeah. Is that too much? Yeah. Is that too big or is it, is, is it just not appropriate or, and dealing with that and having support around that to go, go for your dreams. Yeah. That's other, otherwise. What are you going to do? You're going to shut down Fennel Films. You're going to shut down to go Fennel. You're going to shut down the patrol line. Yeah, like I think of it now is um, it was a really wise thing. So oh, I forget how it was, um, but he said anyway. Think of it as in five years' time. You know, when you get to five years and you look back and you didn't do anything, you're going to regret it. Like you're just going to hate, not hate yourself for it. But I know I would. I'd be like, why didn't I jump on this now? Or you can look back in five years' time and say, thank God I made that jump and I just did it. Yeah. So that's sort of where my headspace is at. Yeah. And you now have the gift as well because even that 10-year-old took that leap and started doing those things and learning his craft of editing. And now you look at editing, I mean, you teach me so much with that because you're like, you know, you've got to put passion in, you've got to... It's got to create emotion and it has to do this because it's something that you've been involved in for so long. And you've done battle with those critics. You've, you've walked the hero's journey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it shouldn't just be a piece of cake and a walk in the park. I, I worry about people sometimes. I don't, mean, I don't worry about them really. I get what you're but saying. You yeah. know, there's, there's a concern when people, you see sometimes when people are young mm. and all they have is success and yeah. it comes easy to them. And everyone's just like, yeah, you're great. And something doesn't develop as well. I mean, if that success comes to you, good for you. Yeah. Don't, don't exactly. just go and th- make things yeah, so, You know what I mean? I'm not taking it. No, <laughs> no, right. no. I haven't dealt with the shit yet. <laughs> That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my life shitty. Because yeah. <laughs> I listen to this podcast and I said, make your life shitty. No, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Don't worry. Because life's going to come along. Yeah. And it will, difficulties will come up. And are you going to have the resilience? And of course, around that age, you know, before, probably before 13, 14, you don't have that awareness so much about the world and that it's looking at you. Yeah. And then suddenly, oh my God, everyone's seeing me. Mm. And um, yeah, so I think you have to have that hero's journey. It is funny you say that about like, you see me. It was like, I remember I wanted to be sitting in the dark. I didn't want to be, you know, seen as anybody. And then one day I woke up and said, fuck that. Mm, fuck that. Like, what, like for me, I, I can understand some people wouldn't want what mm. I want, but mm. this is me and this is who I am. And Some people want to sit in a cave and meditate. Good for them. Yeah. But that's not you. I, yeah. For me, I couldn't imagine anything. Well, I think sitting in a cave meditating every now and then probably would be quite rewarding. But quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I couldn't see myself wanting to do that, you know, seven times out of the week, you know what I mean, either. No, because you have to do you. Yeah. And this is what you're called to do. Yeah. So you have to create and you have to do it Mm. and you have to fight your own demons. Yeah. And I think I should also mention quickly as well, like, I know this is a 20 year old saying this, but I've also come to realize as well, what I might be in 20 years time is going to be completely different to what I am now. And and when I say that is terms of like my job, mm-hmm. um, maybe where I want to go in life and everything like that. And I think that was one thing that always helped me back when I did have those moments mm-hmm. of being terrified about who I was. Mm-hmm. I think it's just enjoy the process of what you're in now yep. and then just 
let life take you on the way you want to go with it, if that makes sense. Fully. And I think having been a 20-year-old and having been a 40-year-old at 20, I was uh, in England and America rock climbing. Mm. And, you know, that's all I wanted to do and that was my passion. And, of course, I do love it and, and I enjoy the community. But it's not the thing that just feeds me. Yeah. But there is a climate that still exists in me in every day. Like, mm. how do I live a little more on the edge? If it gets too safe, it's too yeah. boring. Now, you know, so I think the 20-year-old will always live in you, but it, it's going to evolve. and it's oh, gonna, sure. And that's exciting. And you're so spot on. Enjoy the process because it's always a process. We never actually fully arrive because oh, even sure. when you get to where you want to go it's like say you get to where you want to get to by the time you're 21 it's like oh okay yeah it's quite funny that isn't it really it, it really is but yeah. it's just like you get there and you're just like it's like you don't even take a time of just like sitting there and within the moment you kind of just go like well what's next you yeah know? that's right it's not like i make one video and i'll just be like all right i'm done now that's I'm, right i'm just gonna sit back and that watch perfect <laughs> there will be no other video that, yeah, this is my masterpiece. <laughs> no, yeah, because well. your story and it's going to evolve and it's going to change, and you are going to find this incredible journey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, into 40, 50, 60. Mm. But right now it's 20. For sure. That's it. And so it's going well. It's going great. It's going great. I really like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's been great for you to um, to see you really. You know, there's been the last few years, I think, moving into career, it's like, what is my passion? Yeah. And it yeah. kind of, I know the video editing and that sort of stuff did drop away for a little while. Yeah. After, after the motocross, like you, you actually had a big, you had a pretty bad break of your leg. Mm. <laughs> riding motocross. But it's funny when we think about that. Like, I know it's so weird to think about this, but Fennell Films was built off the back of that, mm. if you can think about it. Like, okay, tell me more. So, when obviously I was making the videos then, mm-hmm. but then once I broke the leg, I had all this time to just sit back mm-hmm. and do what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Play Fortnite, which was the big thing at the time. Yeah. But I also realised I had Fennell films I wanted to work on and if I've got all this downtime, why not go for it? Mm. And that's when I started posting all those videos. Like, remember there's videos of me at the track filming yeah. in a cast? Yeah. Yeah, like, you, made a, you, made a, you made a video mm. of that, of you out there, the, the one of you, you know, yeah. really the uh, f- philosoph- philosophical video yeah. on life and motocross and what it is and yeah. You're in the cast. Yeah. that's it, what you're actually doing. Exactly. And so I just, I took that as the opportunity. Like sometimes you could see it as like a bad thing, but at the end of the day, yeah, it was pretty junk. It wasn't, the, it, listen, it wasn't the best moment in my life. That's for sure. No. But like in terms of yeah. hurting myself. <laughs> if you want to change your life, maybe try to do it without breaking your leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would never suggest that on anyone. So yeah. But, that, but if it happens... Yeah. It may be something of real value. Yeah. I think that's one of my life lessons, isn't it? When there's something that's really shitty happens or something like that, it's just learning from it and putting it in a way that it goes best with your flow, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. So what what would you recommend for people out there doing social media or trying to build a community? Yeah, for sure. Um, Consistency is the first one. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like social media is such a thing now where it's consistency with quality. Mm. 
rather than consistency with quanti- um, mm-hmm. consistency with just you know consistency. Mm-hmm. So it's not posting trash because you know there is a lot out there, mm-hmm. and and the way of the people these days has changed so much. They don't they see something that you know doesn't really look up to spec. Mm. They're just going to keep scrolling, yeah, or they're yeah. just going to go to the next video. You've got to get their attention. You've got to get their attention. So, with Patrol Army, I think this is the best way I can explain it. I'm currently dabbling with Tugor Fennell and trying to work out the best way to build a personal brand. Yeah. But from a community's perspective and a social media page based around like cars and mm-hmm. well, this could be based into anything. Is the consistency part? So with Patrol Army, I worked at starting. Um, posting at least once a day mm-hmm. because it's just I just didn't have the content at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, now I look back at that, I can say, oh, well, maybe I could have implemented a bit more of myself into that, mm. especially like with businesses. Businesses and community are the same thing. Like if you've got a business based around community, mm-hmm. it's so important that you show mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the tro- and I like that that you're saying, like bringing, it, looking back on it, I could have actually brought more of myself mm. into it. Oh, because for sure. that's what I love to do. Yeah. And I love to be a part of that community. Yeah. And I feel like being being the head of what I've built now, it's mm-hmm. like it's so important to have sort of that place there to sort of, you know, show the people our community as well. Mm-hmm. So that's like me talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's me, me and the family mm-hmm. um, going away somewhere and everything like that, showing like that we camp. Did. Yeah, yeah, the camping vibe and everything like that. Or when we used to go to our cruiser park rounds, I brought them all through the archives and posted them. But, yeah, so it's consistency with um, quality videos mm-hmm. that combines with quantity, so obviously the consistency side of things. But then it's also, like, I know for myself, I think a really important part is making emotional Mm. or just creating emotion in your videos that will connect with the audience as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, you know, there's so many ways you can create emotion, but I really enjoy, I enjoy a bit of a tearjerker, if if that makes sense. Mm. I I like people almost feeling a bit sad, but feeling a little bit like, wow. Mm. Like, Give me something. Uh, yeah, so like... Give me an emotion. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's exactly where I like to go with it. So that comes down to music at the start of it. Music is everything. Mm. But it's, you know, you notice so many people use such... So, excuse the language here, but shithouse music. <laughs> it's just shocking. And I just look at it and I'm like, this could have been a really great video, but the music is just <laughs> Got it. not it. Got it. So, so what, the music that connects to, creates passion... Or, or mm. what, or connects to that video yeah, it, it or the connect, story? Yeah, it connects or... to the video, but it connects to the story that you're trying to tell. And then that will also link back into bringing yourself or whoever you're trying to shoot or film into the video as well. I feel like emotion always comes from the face. Well, mm. it is. That's mm. that's where a lot of the emotion comes from. So in my videos, you, videos you'll always notice there's a lot of, like, headshots mm. or, um, like, human interactions or something like that because that creates the community at the end of the day if you get what I mean yeah like with we just did a latest video of Alpine with yeah. you down at climbing yeah. um, and I think that really did capture it but also yeah. capture that it, it's all like the pace yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it as well. Yeah, it was magic. You can go on my my Instagram account you can see that video you can go onto Tagore's mm. it's there um, and check that video out of climbing and you came in and you did you know, you captured something there with the Man. energy. And I think anyone can do it. Like, I had no idea how to film a rock climbing 
mm. edit. Mm-hmm. I went through TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere to look up some decent. You have a little bit of climbing background. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. A, you're not an absolute noob. No, like, no, you, not at all. You, so it's not your passion. Mm. But you, you, you've done a bit. Yeah. So I, there's this kind of you get it a little. I do get it, and I think that also links back into my filming kind of thing and everything like that. I do understand it. So. Yeah, but no, it was really good to be able to do that as well because, yeah, I want to create my own social media filming thing now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see yeah. where it goes. <laughs> Watch out. So that's the next step. You know, the next few years is you creating a social media company to go out and do this, to yeah. film and share with people and capture the magic. Yeah, I'd say what I want to do, but I also don't want to put that out just yet just because okay. it is it is exciting, but... Oh, well, to be honest, at the end of the day, I almost want to make like a videography type of Uber, if that makes sense. Okay, not at all, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. So it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like, you're here and, and, it's, and it's not an Uber in what you're thinking of. Okay. You, you cart around videographers. It's not that at all. <laughs> I don't know but, what I was thinking. Yeah, anyway, I think that's probably the best. I'll, I'll tell you after. And okay, I got it. it, got it. <laughs> um, and I just want to say, one of the things you're looking at doing as well, you've been interested in for a while, is creating your own podcast as well. Yeah, so that's another thing I really enjoy talking. I love finding out stuff. <laughs> yeah, but and, and that's, that's something I really want to do is almost learn a little bit um, from people who I find really interesting or have done some stuff. So, yeah, we're going to be having you jump on yeah, as I'm one of our... First in, I know. Yeah, first guest, um, which will be all talking things, business in terms of, um, long story short, taking yourself from a basically a nine to five to going and working, you know, via a laptop at home, mm. um, doing what you're doing with the coaching and that, which mm. I think is really, really cool to mm. see. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be really, really good episode. I'm excited for it. Me too. It. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring so it on. stay tuned. People will be able to find out more about that if they go across to, to Gorfinell. Have a look at that. That's probably the main place to start. They can check out the Patrol Army as yep. well. Um, all um, socials are linked there. So if you do want to take a look at it, go for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be. I probably should put a link to or something in there. But yeah, anyway, that's up. There'll place. be a link. <laughs> a link on something. But if you can't find it, go look up to Gore. Um, you can find him on mine as well. So yeah, go check him out. Sweet. So good to have you here. And uh, until next time. Yeah, that was sweet. It was great. Thank you so much My for having pleasure. me, Dad slash Brad. Yeah. <laughs> so next week it'll probably be back with Tabitha. Um, but yeah. It's been pretty special having you on here. Thanks. Yeah, it's been great. Okay. Enjoy. Bye. And don't forget, you can work with us. Go to studiochi.com.au. S-T-U-D-I-O-Q-I.com.au. And subscribe and share us with your friends. We really appreciate it.